Hello and welcome to the Beauty Me podcast. My name's Sharice Kenyon and this is the first episode of 2020. So thanks for listening. This week's guest is Nush Saidi. She's a makeup artist and a pharmacist. The conversation we have is, I think it's actually the best podcast so far, but let me know what you think. We talk about mindfulness, how it helped Nush with um, moments of depression. We talk about makeup trends, obviously monobrows that were really cool back in the day for Nush. We talk about makeup being an escape and we also talk about the euphoria makeup trend which actually Nush has kind of been doing since before the show started. I think you'll really enjoy this episode. Please do let me know and yep, here we are. So today... I am with Nush Saidi. She's a makeup artist and pharmacist living in Birmingham. But yeah, we're just going to talk through, first of all, we're going to talk through Nush's kind of like morning routine. I I just can't help but be very nosy about what people do from the minute they wake up and how they wake up. So yeah. I've had some skin reactions recently. Okay. So I'm trying to keep everything to a bare, bare minimum. Oh, right. So when I wake up, I'm trying not to go on my phone straight away. It's proving to be harder than is it is. Is it in your room? It is. Because that's the easy way to do it. Make yourself get up and get it from another room. That's actually a good point. I think because I go to bed, set my alarm, stick it like oh, literally right. next to me. Yeah. So I wake up and I reach for it. But if I'm being conscious, then I'm like, no, I'm just going to go straight to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I just cleanse. It's just an really basic Sarav okay creamy cleanser first. I just bought their salicylic cleanser and I really like it it's so gentle exactly exactly I'm just trying to strip everything down because I've I was just doing too much right. so I literally cleanse um in the past I've toned as well with I think it's a Kosarex I think okay. it's like a I think it's like a Korean toner. Mm-hmm. It's got like glycolic acid um, and other bits. Mm-hmm. But I've I've taken that out and I might introduce reintroduce it once yeah. my skin's used to some other things I've been doing. And then I put on some Cerave moisturizer. Okay. Uh, really basic stuff again. And then that's it. Uh, if I'm wearing makeup or if I'm leaving the house, then SPF. Mm-hmm. Then Which my- SPF do you like to use? So at the moment I'm using the Kozarex one. Okay. Um, but I, but my fave of all time has been one by the beauty, beauty shop. Is it called beauty shop? No. Um, what's it called? <laughs> so it's an SPF. It's an SPF. Is it a body shop. Oh. <laughs> okay. Beauty shop. No. Body shop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's brilliant. It's re- super thin, okay. so it dries down really thin. Perfect. In the summertime, right, okay. when you want like a really thin layer, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got no flashback. I think it's like a chemical one, so yeah, um, no white cast, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is perfect. Um, but it's quite expensive for how much you get, you're getting and how much you okay. need to use. Right. Um, so I've been trying to get some like Korean ones online. So that's one I'm using at the moment. It's again by Kosarex. Okay, I'll look at that. I think it's like a um, aloe vera one. Okay, it's quite nice. Um, and yeah, then the rest of my makeup and that's it. So when you said you were, what were you doing before that you think provoked some kind of negative reaction? Were you just going crazy with the acids and stuff? Yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> when I'd, when I just 
kept adding things, I saw like a positive impact. Yeah, so you're like, let me do some more. So yeah, I just kind of lost control. I was just like, <laughs> I just kept going and I was like, let me see where it can take me. So what were, like, you, what were you doing? Oh my God, I was, so I started using retinol, okay. but that was on top of um, like salicylic. Yeah. I was using salicylic glycolic acid. So salicylic in the evenings, okay. it was like the leaving salicylic 2%. Okay. I was also using glycolic acid in the mornings. Um, and I was also doing like weekly salicylic, just leaving peels. Okay. And then I added retinol. It was fine. It was 0.2%. Yeah. And I was just using it. I was going ham. <laughs> and, I, and my skin was, I can't believe it was tolerating it for that long. But it looked, my skin looks so good. <laughs> for how long was it looking good then? Oh, it looked good for about five, six months. What? Yeah. Okay. And then um, I was like, okay, I finished a bottle of 0.2. So I was like, okay, <laughs> time graduate. to step it up. <laughs> I stepped it up to 0.5 mm. after taking- And you still a, did everything else the same? And I was still doing everything else. Maybe not the peels. Okay. Um, and I also had taken a break from the retinol. So I went straight into 0.5 and my skin freaked out and I didn't know what was happening. So I didn't completely stop everything. And I was just kind of like, I can't let go. I was, I was trying to hold on as much as I could. Oh my God. But my skin was just, it went crazy. It was, was it like bumps? Was it redness? Was it dryness? Um, I did have some burns. Oh, um, that was because I did like a peel and then it was going red. So I thought it was a spot. So then I applied some more like salicylic, but it wasn't. It was just like an <laughs> allergic reaction. Oh I had like loads of dry areas mm. around my eyes. I'm, I mean, I'm still struggling with dry eyelids now. Really? From that period. Um, and I got some just dryness mm. and really red, like blotchy skin. Although mm. that didn't last. Yeah. It was more like a acute reaction. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, do you have a dermatologist or was this all you sort of... It was all me. Is it all Instagram tips and... It was, no, it was actual research. Okay. It was, you know, because obviously the things I, I was using, they're active agents. Mm. They've got scientific backup. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even with like some medical treatment options, they do combine actives. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was just like, well, I'm just kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> And even when you come to a pharmacy, obviously I work yeah. in a pharmacy, you know, we give benzoyl peroxide. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't actually tell people you do need to introduce this slowly. Mm. Even mm. On, on the back, it doesn't really have that much mm. information. You need mm. to introduce it slowly, preferably dilute it, okay. alternate, then increase it. You know, take a day break if you're reacting to yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, yeah hear any of this so I was just a bit naive and I and I also just thought my skin was just really like hardcore I was just <laughs> like you know what I've been using salicylic for years yeah I'll be fine yeah but yeah, no yeah. you don't know what you'll react to even if it's not the active agent you could react to the preservatives even mm. so even if, when I stopped all the active agents um my skin was just reacting to normal stuff mm, like mm. to normal normal creams oh, I couldn't use. Right. So does that mean the skin barrier's gone? I've heard that's a sign when anything stings or yeah. irritates. Yeah. So I completely did like a bit of a skin fast mm. where I was just using cleanser and moisturizer. Mm. Um, so I did even stop uh, SPF for a few days. Mm. Um, it was really necessary. Yeah, um, yeah. 
I mean, I could have bought like a um, physical. Yeah, SPF yeah, rather than the chemical. Rather yeah. than the chemical, but it was only for a couple of days. Mm. Um, and I did the skin fast for like a week. Okay. And slowly reintroduced other things. Because that's what we talked about on the, the last episode, myself yeah, and Iman talking about it. skin fast again. We were both like, no, me because I have like acne issues and you can tend to sort of rely on your like little arsenal of products. Mm-hmm. And Iman, I think she's just a product junkie. So she was just like, and, and living in London, she was like, London water, washing with water? No. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. So you, what was the sign when you're like, no, I need to do something like now. I need to stop. Well, well, it was just when my skin was not, you know, even after I'd um, cleanse, even with just basic Sarav, mm. my skin would just get red hot, even oh, though I've not yeah, done anything to feeling, it. Yeah. Um, I was like, this isn't right. I would take antihistamines. I was even using um, hydrocortisone on my face. Oh, wow. Um, it was nothing, not, nothing was working. Mm. And I did loads of research. And there's a dermatologist on YouTube. I think his name's David Lim. I'll have to check. Oh, or Lee. So like David, but it's pronounced David. I think he pronounces it David, yeah. Uh, and he's pretty amazing. And... He was just kind of like, yeah, if your skin's overreacting, do a skin detox. Really? Skincare detox and just take it. Oh, is that him? I think I recognize him. Is that him there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was right. Davin, sorry. Yeah. David. Yeah, Davin. I'll subscribe to him then. Yeah, no, he's, he's honestly amazing. And, you know, he gave loads of tips about, you know, how reactive these agents mm. can be mm. and it's not if it's just more your barrier you can't get too cocky with it i think you have to completely just it's hard though because like it's so frustrating like with my skin when it's good it's really good so it's like carry on doing that and then one little thing will change maybe the hormones will kick in or stress will provoke hormones yeah and it's like okay got to deal with that issue now but because i'm dealing with that i'm gonna have to take back this for a couple of days because that will affect that and then you're not getting the same results and and then that balance is off it's gone yeah and then it just escalates yeah so that one little breakout could escalate to more yeah but no the skin cleanse i wouldn't recommend Mm. for myself now only if i'd needed to right because after that skin cleanse obviously i stopped all these active agents that were Mm you know, increasing my yeah, cell turnover. Cell turnover. Oh, so right. suddenly... It slowed right down. It was like an eruption. Oh, it was horrendous. Gosh. And obviously completely being still under all these eyes, it was Oh my gosh, nice. yeah, because you've got like is it nearly 50,000 followers or something. About 40-something, okay. yeah. Because um, I always, like... So when you were going through this, did you post less? So it was in a bit of a weird time. I had mm. an exam coming up, so I was going to post less anyway. Okay. And then I went on, um, and then I went traveling, mm. as you know. So it kind of worked out okay. Oh, okay, yeah. And I kind of forced myself to still post. And then I'll show you some pictures where you can see it. Right. Um, but I was definitely hesitant, and mm. it definitely put me off. And mm. I probably would have posted more if my skin was good. Yeah, Or just yeah. general, like, little posts, yeah, you know, like yeah. little stories. But I was completely like, I can't uh, do this. Oh. Yeah. I, I actually had, like, a shoot with Beauty Bay. Okay. 
I can show you the video. Yeah. Um, and that was when it had started. Oh, poor thing. And, and obviously you weren't going to say sorry, Beauty Bay. Yeah, exactly. So I went and you know, it was, it was a video. It, it was all I could think about. Oh. It was horrible. But you know what? I'm, I'm proud now. Looking back, I'm like, you know what? I like that because everyone else has got beautiful, flawless skin on there. Mm. They've got, you know, great lighting. And, mm. But obviously it's it's texture. You can see yeah, the lump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm proud of myself for doing it. Good but you. it's scary. I think yeah. when you're there, it's scary. Now I yeah. can look back and be like, well done. But yeah. it's not nice at the time. I love to find out kind of like about people's heritage when mm-hmm. it comes to beauty. So have you got any early memories of, like when you first realized that beauty was this thing that obviously mostly women kind of indulged in, do you have any memories? Yeah, I think my earliest memories, I remember just comments from my mum. Mm-hmm. In Tajikistan, I remember there was a trend at the time where you would use henna mm. to almost do like a tattoo brow. Oh, right. Yeah, women were doing that. And, and it was like a bit of a trend to have like a mono brow. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, people yeah. were, you know, Tat, like hennering there yeah, in between in between their brow hairs okay. even where the hair's lighter making it darker yeah, making it yeah. more prominent like loads of little things uh, and then my mum obviously just generally being into beauty mm. and I just have this memory of also loving it and mm. like playing around with it I remember putting nail like glittery nail polish on my lips oh <laughs> yeah I just remember it being painful I was like Oh, this is not where it's when it dried. Oh my it God. cracked. Yeah. And it, oh, your poor skin. Yeah, I was obviously stupid. <laughs> I think was like you like to push the boundaries, I think. I really do. <laughs> I, I get to, I, I just like to play around with it. Mm. Um, sometimes, obviously, too much. Yeah. But yeah, I think I was surrounded by it, even mm. if I don't completely remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I just remember playing with my mum's makeup. Mm. And, Obviously, my mum liking it too. Mm, mm. Just generally taking care of herself. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe some social pressures. So what was your first sort of foray into like experimenting with how you looked? Were you more into your hair? Was it eyebrows? Was it it a full face of makeup? What was the first thing you kind of did to make a statement? Well, growing up, I wasn't allowed makeup. Okay. Um, So it was my hair. I was a bit weird. I'd have like a different hairstyle every day oh, in school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it means now I, I'm good with hair. Okay. Yeah, it was a bit cringe. Like I'd just come up with different hairstyles or watch those videos okay. and, and just do weird stuff like that. And then slowly I'd, you know, put a bit of makeup on, see what I could get away with okay. at home. <laughs> um, and you know, just the tiniest bit and no one would notice. Mm, just mm. keep pushing that boundary. <laughs> I think it was mainly just eyeliner. Yeah. Um, and, but I remember the first time I wore eyeliner, I think it was like for my 11th birthday. Mm. And my mum was like, oh, do you want to wear some eyeliner? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I think it was ever since then I was like, I like, I yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you become a makeup artist? Um... I don't you, know, or I are you like a pharmacist first and makeup's more of a hobby, but you've amassed this like huge following or? Yeah, I think it was more that. I think it was just more of a hobby. It was more of an escape. Um, I've always, I always found makeup as a bit of an escape throughout okay. uni mm. or I loved doing people's makeup. Mm-hmm. I would just, 
out of all my friends, I was definitely the only one that was like more into beauty. So yeah, I did people's yeah. hair and makeup. And then I just found myself doing it as an escape at uni. Mm. And so I take- escaping from what, like? Were you not very social? Were you more staying in and that's what you like to do? Or was it just like you had your head in the books and when you didn't? Yeah, I think it was just more of an escape from mm. just getting that flow, just right. that escape from reality. Okay. Like, no, I was quite social. I had a big like friend group. Mm. You know, we do social things, but I think it was just sometimes when you just need to zone out for a bit, mm. just completely cut everything out. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like a form of meditation. I don't know. I think it is Mm. definitely that flow. And then I just started documenting it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, like, I'd find inspiration. I was like, oh, I'd love to just do a look. Mm. And then, you know, post that this is my inspiration. And this is the look I got. Mm. Um, And I just kind of just did that. And I just went with it for about, I think it didn't catch on for like half a year. And then suddenly people liked it. Yeah. Um, But I'd carried on you know, for like half a year, only getting like 20, 50 likes. I was oh, just like, well, I'm just doing that's this. That's where I am. <laughs> no, but as in like, yeah. you know, you just keep going. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you, you're you not like doing it, it for, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're enjoying it. And yeah. even when you're getting loads of likes, sometimes if you don't want to post, you don't want to post. Yeah. There's no amount of likes that's going to, you know, mm. force you to post. Mm. So I don't really think it matters. I think it's just this... I don't know, it's this passion for it. And mm. then it, I, I I don't know, technically I became a makeup artist when I got jobs from okay. it. Are you self-taught or did you go and do any kind of courses? No, it was all self-taught. Oh, wow. Because yeah. you create some really, really beautiful looks, especially oh, eyes. You. Like you do some amazing stuff. Thank you. I don't know. I, I've always done art. Mm. Uh, so I must just, I don't know, just mm. be okay with a brush. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I... I used to watch so many videos when I was younger. I think from the age of, I don't know, 13. I'm 24 okay. now. So. so who were you watching a lot of back then, do you think? I think back then there wasn't, I don't think that many people mm. around either. So all the classics like Michelle Fan and I can't, I literally can't remember. It's such a long time yeah. ago now. Um, I think she was definitely the main one that mm. sticks out. Mm. And then some others. Okay. Um, I can't really remember. And what about today? Is there anyone that you'd love to watch today for inspiration? I It's not really YouTube anymore mm. for me. I mm. think Instagram's definitely my source of um, inspiration. Mm. And a- anything around me, I think maybe some shapes and colors. I get inspiration okay. from a lot of like the beauty, more like people my style. So, mm. you know, that kind of avant-garde yeah. editorial yeah, yeah. look. Do you like euph- the euphoria makeup trend? Because mm. I think some of some of your stuff kind of falls into that, doesn't it? It does some of kind it. of, yeah. I There's mean, more sparkly ones. But. Yeah, definitely. I think like there is definitely similarities mm. there. I think the only annoying thing is that there have been so many of us that have been doing this for <laughs> such a long yeah. time, and then this show comes along, and then suddenly our looks are euphoric looks, but it's like no, this is my look. Yeah, yeah. You need to get on there as like. An extra on the makeup team. How cool would that be? That would be awesome. I think one of the makeup artists actually followed me. From Euphoria? Yeah. Um, before the show? Before. Oh, so what are you trying to say? Oh, <laughs> or maybe during the show. I don't know when the show came out. Um, because when I went to follow her, I could see she followed me. I was like, oh, damn. Bit of an Shoot. ego boost. Um, but no, they follow a lot of people in that. Yeah, because that's kind of, what you would do. If, yeah, yeah, essentially, all art, you kind of just get inspired yeah. from every, everything yeah. else. No one, 
no, nothing's I don't think anyone is original yeah, anymore. No, I'm not it's saying, like... oh, yeah, I'm this genius. No. Mm. Um, but you take inspo from everywhere. Mm. But, yeah, I'd love to do something like that or just more editorial looks. Mm. Um, I don't know. Influencing isn't really, like, my... Yeah. Where I want to go with yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy where I am at the moment with it. But I would love to do, like, actual proper editorial shoots. Mm. When you're not doing makeup, are you a full-time pharmacist or So I've only just like? newly qualified. Oh, okay. So for the past year, I was um, like a pre-reg pharmacist. Mm -hmm. So I'm not registered yet. Okay. So I'm like a trainee. Yeah. So yeah, I was working full-time. Okay. And I'm hoping to start part-time. Okay. I'll probably have to actually start full-time, let's be real. Weekends, evenings for, makeup. for the makeup. But what else do you like to do? Is there anything else? Like what's, you know, people talk about self-care a lot. And I think it's thrown around a lot. But what do you like to do for yourself when, like, I feel like social media can be kind of overwhelming sometimes. I know that it's important, definitely when you're trying to get your work out there. But have you got any things that you like to do when it's like, you know what, I've had a rough week. This is what I'm going to do today. Yeah, um... I think I like to just do things regularly, like... Okay, just you like a on, routine. Yeah, I like just that routine. So I love... I haven't actually been to the gym for a while because I've had mm. this exam, traveling, mm -hmm. and then this move. Mm -hmm. But gym on a regular basis, yoga on a regular basis, okay. and then just loads of mindfulness and just trying to keep up with, you know, your, men your mental thoughts mm -hmm. i think it can quickly spiral mm -hmm. into just negative pessimistic mm -hmm. um ruminating thoughts mm -hmm. so i think trying to keep on top of that so reading about that okay um so i like i like i think if i'm not feeling great i like to just watch loads of like mindful videos or just okay. yeah like maybe just yeah, mindful videos, podcasts. So when did you get into that? Because a lot of people, you can talk about mindfulness, like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But you seem to be quite into it. Like, was there something that came up? You were like, I need to be more mindful or have you just always been into it? Yeah, I think it was, I've always kind of been happy-go-lucky. Mm -hmm. um, so I've never really had to bother with it too much. Yeah. I kind of just go with it usually. I'm just with the flow. And then I just hit a period where when I'm when I'm not in that Yeah. The, the what, routine. The, yeah, yeah. I remember like when I left uni, um I had to retake one of my exams. Mm -hmm. Um I had a, I had because I had surgery uh, oh, and wow. I had to visit this exam, I was just not in that routine. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. work out. Um I was just not in a good place in my mm. head. I mm. was I was definitely depressed. Yeah. Um I didn't really see a professional. Um I definitely should have. Yeah. Um but I'm quite lucky that I kind of just worked myself out of it. Yeah. It, was, it was literally through mindfulness. Mm. Um more specifically I don't know if you've heard of Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Power of Now. Power That's of an now. amazing book. I've got two copies just yes. so yeah. That that book is life-changing. It is. It's absolutely It reminds you, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday and it doesn't, don't even think about tomorrow. What is going on right now? How does the air smell right now? What are you mm -hmm. sitting on right now? Yeah. What are you eating right now? Yeah. And 
it's an it's amazing it's an amazing book. Exactly. I've got one copy that's fallen apart. That's why I bought a backup. Yeah. So did you just find his book, or were you? It was an audio book, or it was it was like an online book. I bought it online. Okay. I, I couldn't even wait for it to come. I'm yeah, like, I'm not yeah. waiting. You need. You felt the need. <laughs> I need it now. Yeah, yeah. And then I just kind of got lost in it. Um, and obviously it's really difficult to put into practice as you probably mm. know you have to do you do have to just go back into it and remind yourself because yeah. uh, you forget you can read all the books in the world and you can have all the apps but if you're not consciously there it's, yeah, it's kind exactly. of useless your brain just switches back to what it knows yeah. which is what you've always known for yeah. however long so I, I think I just like to go back to that Mm -hmm. yeah I love that book yeah what about for you then what kind of made you oh I can get overwhelmed I just bought this book actually um something to do with being a highly sensitive person because maybe some people will say it's corny but I think I can take on things so a mood how someone's feeling and I can it's kind of like you're a sponge so, and you're reaching out to them because you want to be helpful. But while you're doing that, you're forgetting yourself and you mm. take on their emotions, their mm. feelings, and you try and make them feel better. And that might tire you out, especially if you're speaking to them on the phone or if you're spending time mm. with them. And then you go back and there's like not much left for you. You feel tired. Um, so recently I bought that, but the power of now, I think, I think I might have bought that when I was going through a bad relationship like a long time ago because I just needed something to give me some hope like because you can't like you said earlier about you can spiral when you have some mm. negative thoughts mm -hmm. they can really build on each other Definitely. Um, depending on the weather depending on the situation if you're home on your own for the rest of the day mm -hmm. and you can kind of like become your own worst enemy yeah even uh, when there's nothing wrong yeah you'll say yeah. things worse to yourself if a stranger said it, mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh my God, how can you say that to me? Yeah. But when you say it, you're like, well, yeah. So yeah. I think books are really good to just remind you that you will get through this. And mm -hmm. if you are thinking in the moment, you don't even have to think about what happened this morning mm -hmm. or yesterday. And you don't need to start worrying about tomorrow because tomorrow's going to come anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I can get a bit overwhelmed. And when I get overwhelmed, I can feel it in myself. I get like quite hot. Me too. Um, and that in my skin, is, you feel like this warmth under your yes. skin. Yes. It's like, I think it must be cortisol or something like yeah. going through my body. It's stress, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's good that you know that about yourself. Mm -hmm. This is the main thing rather than you're just running around like a, not a crazy person, I shouldn't say that, but affecting others and they have no idea what's going on. I think you have to like give yourself some time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to be on your own mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. But were you feeling like, and you said you had an operation, but were you feeling a bit alone at that time? Is that why? So I had all my family around me. Mm. I had my little sister with me and she's like my best friend. Okay. How old uh, is she? She's 22. Okay. So just, not much younger, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So similar age. Yeah. And we're just so similar. And we've, mm. she's just been like, there with me yeah you know since i can remember yeah i had her with me but i don't know like you said you do feel alone mm. you feel I, th I don't know if it's like an existential crisis <laughs> if it was like mm. i don't know but i feel like we do question 
a lot of things just as being mm. human i think mm. we like to give a purpose to things and meaning to things and when i don't know if you don't have like maybe a religion i think it's mm. quite hard to find hope as you said mm. Mm. um so it's nice to have something else to just put some things into perspective that mm -hmm. there's so much beauty in this moment right mm. now that mm. you don't need to be worrying about mm. tomorrow or yesterday mm. just focus on the now and when you do literally problems do literally evaporate yeah so i think it's just that perspective and yeah yeah you just feel alone but even when you've got so many people around you your you your own still, head yeah you can still feel alone can yeah create that loneliness so yeah okay is there anything in like the beauty world that you would love to see the back of yeah i hate okay no hate's a strong word <laughs> Um, I kind of don't like the, the really, I'm trying to find the big, word. I'm trying to find <laughs> the right word and um, the super over plump over done lips. Okay. Um, I mean, I get it. Obviously there's, it's a massive source of insecurity for loads of people. Mm -hmm. I do think that in media, there's this drive for, a certain look yeah and yeah. you know if when you don't have that look obviously you know it's it forms an insecurity mm -hmm. but i think it's kind of going over the line a bit mm -hmm. where i think people don't know when to stop and i'm not saying it's the people mm -hmm. but i think it's it's definitely just personal issues that we have with ourselves that we just we do get carried away mm -hmm. maybe it's the same with my my whole skincare routine i did get <laughs> a bit carried away kind of yeah thing. You yeah. know, I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. So but maybe if you started on the lip fillers, you might, I mean, yeah, see. Is there a limit? <laughs> I, I, I do I do think that it is mm. very addictive. Mm. Um, and that's why I would never want to get started because I mm. know I'll get completely carried away <laughs> because the standard, the bar is only going to keep getting it's raised keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. by social media. And you, I don't think I'd be able to keep up with it. Mm. Uh, and I don't think people are. So that's probably a trend that I don't like. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Done. So I also don't like to have it on my timeline. Okay. So you make sure you're not following anybody that's promoting that or just has that. Yeah. I, I like natural looking faces mm -hmm. and I don't want that kind of face to be my norm because I know it will have an effect. It will start to get in there and yeah, yeah. it yeah, will impact right. my men my mental health and why I see in the mirror. It's not what what I'll see. Mm. And I don't like that. By the way, speaking of looking in the mirror, you have the best eyebrows. Oh thanks. Is that are they just naturally like that? Have you got any product on them? I do put a bit of um benefit 24 hour brow. It's just a clear gel. Can you just show the camera how you moving your eyebrows? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay um, so it's just, so is it a clear gel it's just a clear gel yeah yeah um just kind of holds them into place yeah throughout the day i mean it doesn't do a great job because my eyebrow hairs are very long <laughs> so they'll so just jealous. they'll just go everywhere yeah 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 but it'll just hold them for so a bit so you're not going to do that um the really brushed up style I'm i sure sometimes do yeah. for my looks yeah or yeah, like with yeah. some soap okay i need to try the soap but then i don't really have any hair there most of mine is completely fake i can see the hairs i can see the hairs no, for sure I've, what you can you see draw, i've you probably got them? a third yeah i've probably got a third no no no. have you done like the strokes i've done the strokes and pencil oh looks nice though <laughs> i thought the strokes were real 
Wow. I'll, I'll send you a picture maybe one day. <laughs> I mean, I think you totally could. Yeah. Well, I'm, the stroke, the new ones, they're, they're really good, but sometimes you get a really thick stroke that looks like felt, so you really have to like get the knack and mm. and, and you have to be patient. I see Katie so, Jane yeah. Hughes do it. Oh my God, she's amazing. But she's yeah, she's like, she's got time. No, but she does it really fast. I she's know, like, but boom, 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 boom. so maybe I'll try her one because she, I've forgotten which one she uses. Glossier. She, no. She uses the new Glossier ones. Oh my God, she was using something else before though. She was using something else before and then Sorry. she. I, I can't love remember. Sarah. Right, so she's moved to the Glossier one. I and think she can she still helped do them just make as... the Glossier ones. Oh, cool. And apparently, the I don't know why I know so much about this. Probably because <laughs> I watch so much of her. <laughs> I but love I think her. I love her as well. Amazing skin. But her brush, is, it's like a little brush rather than like a, you know, sometimes the end is like a felt. Like a felt, yeah. I think hers, it's an actual brush. I don't Really? So yeah, maybe that may make it easier. Yeah, maybe I'll try it then. Mm. So I went to their pop-up last week, the new one in London, and I did mean to try that because I'm using the MAC one. Mm. I'm really annoyed because one of the tiny hairs has come down from Aww. the rest. So I have to, I think I'm going to have to cut it off because I'm worried that it's going to give me an extra. Mm. But anyway, so it's the final question. Mm -hmm. um, when do you feel you're most beautiful? Um, I think there's two bits to this. I think a tangible answer is probably when my skin's good. I can literally step back out of the house and I'll feel good. I don't mm. need to put anything on. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but I can also, you know, have acne all over my face, you know, not look my best, mm. but if my mental health, if I'm in a good place in my head, I'll probably feel the, still the most beautiful. So I think it comes into two mm, different. Wow. So how do you do that on those days? Um, okay. I do avoid looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I do yeah. avoid the mirror. Yeah. Um, so I try and spend the least amount of time okay. in the mirror. Instead I, of, oh yeah, because I'll be like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, and I'm like a picker. I will pick the tiniest things. Yeah. And then there will be the. And then they're the biggest thing the in biggest. the room. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I did that. <laughs> it wasn't even noticeable before. Yeah. I went ham on it. Mm. Um, mm. I just try and avoid it. Just don't look at myself. Nighttime mm. routine done. Leave, leave, <laughs> get away from the mirror. Oh, good. I need to do that then. Oh, but I say I do that. It's hard. Yeah, I it is I was hard. in front of it last night. Like, oh, it's it is hard because I, it's like you in front of the mirror on your own, and yeah, I'll just zoom right in. Mm. And um, it's funny. I shared this on Instagram stories yesterday mm -hmm. about um, so. I'm constantly in a breakout right now. And I mm. think it's because I'm having an exhibition on Saturday mm -hmm. and it's like, instead of having three months to run up to it, now mm. it's like getting closer mm -hmm. and closer. And so I can't just blame it on period hormones because that's mm -hmm. the usual every mm. month. And I was going to go and buy myself an outfit for my private view and da da da. Mm. And I just, oh, that's not a good word. I hated my skin. And my husband, who's, the producer on this show and is in the room but he said you should dress up and just go out and buy yourself something nice don't put any makeup on he's like i've noticed when you think when you think you're having a bad skin day you go all the way in the other direction put a cap on and cover up 
And he was like, don't do that because you're beautiful anyway. Bless him. Aww. And Good answer. Good. I think you have to be able to tell yourself that because I'm very like, it's so ugly. Oh, look at that. And I think when you work in beauty as well, it's, it's a natural, you know, I've been backstage at Fashion Week and you see these models. They do have, most of them do have flawless skin. Most of them. A lot of them. They're babies as well though. Exactly. When you're like 20. 19, 18. Oh my God. Yeah. Like the tiniest pores. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So I think it's it's hard and you, and when you're someone that loves looking at beautiful things, mm. it would be, it's like what you said, you manage what's on your timeline. Maybe I should do that more because I am following a lot of beautiful people. So of course I'm going to be like, well, that's what beauty is. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like people like Katie Jane Hughes because she's got her normalized skin texture hashtag. Yep. Because it is real. Yeah. You know. She uses a high-tech camera. She makes sure she captures all that texture mm. so that we're not all, you know, we're not all plastic. And no. we do forget. I look in the mirror and I'm like, why isn't my skin so, like plastic. super yes. smooth? Yeah, like how much foundation have I got? And I can still see faintly a scar, like... I know. So maybe I'm like, it's the lighting. Yeah. Or... I'm like, how do other people do it? <laughs> and well, you see people with like cakes of makeup, but when I wear cakes of makeup, it still looks. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something else. Yeah. But it's it'll still you can still see everything. I'm yeah. like, I, I you can't win. No. But it's it's the camera's deceiving. You mm. know, sometimes I'll take pictures and I'm like, oh, where that spot you can't even see, like it's gone. Mm. It's it's deceiving, and I think being really mindful of it. And picking and choosing mm. who and what's on your timeline is crazy important mm-hmm. i think um, i don't like seeing like actual influences on my timeline where they're sharing mm. their lives mm. every bit of their lives no i like creative stuff i like mindful stuff mm. you know podcasts and stuff mm. like that mm. i can't see everything else and i think we all have to be a bit selective unless you're just super happy and but who is every day no yeah. so we're gonna wrap this up mm-hmm. thank you so much thank you for having me for being here nush um and i'll make sure to share all your information so people can find you on instagram and see all your amazing creations but thank you, thank so, you much. so much thanks so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did as i said we did have a really good conversation and it's not often that you talk about mindfulness when you're talking about makeup so i hope you really enjoyed it you can find nush on instagram at nush.mu find me at beauty me podcast on instagram in the meantime it would be great if you could subscribe like or leave a review if you think i could do some pointers for me 2020 is going to be all about bringing you the best guests and just the best real conversations that i can find out there so this episode will also be up on youtube so you can actually see me and nush chatting and you can see her amazing eyebrows so thanks again